the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, Kev, fill in the blank. Have a blank and a smile. Have a Coke and a smile. Aren't you a Coke Zero person? I, I do like Coke Zero, yeah. Yeah, well, um, they're changing it. Why? Why? They want it to taste more like regular Coke. And so, so like, even the doing? can's changing. The can will be red with black lettering. And uh, they're, they're, I, I don't know what's happening to the formula because, you know, the Coca-Cola formula is secret, <sighs> but they're changing it and um, they think it's going to attract more people to Coca-Cola Zero. Haven't they been down this road before? In many... With new Coke. Remember that yeah. catastrophe, if you're old enough to remember that? Didn't Pepsi have a similar road? They I don't think they went as far as Coke did where they had to... Right, there was a Goldberg's episode where Mr. Goldberg was so upset... He hoarded Coke <laughs> before they changed it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like I a bet you people really did full, that. Full of cases well, you might want to ha- start hoarding Coke Zero because they're changing it. Uh, so heads up for you because I know you like it. You know, Don't you like the other one that our producer introduced us to with caffeine? Oh yeah, that's good. That's Coff- good. Is they it have coffee a Coke, Coke Zero with coffee? Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's good. But um, there's that there's that adage if it if it ain't broke don't fix it. Mm-hmm. But then there's a business adage that says if it's not broke break it. Meaning because you want to constantly evolve. I completely disagree with that. <laughs> if something's working, if you have satisfied customers, mm-hmm. give them what they want. They think they'll get more people to drink it. Well, that's so. always the lore, and it doesn't work. <laughs> Okay, if you're a parent of daughters, how would you feel if they sent a letter to their favorite Major League Baseball team and said, hey, I'd like to be a Batgirl for the day. Can I do that? And they responded back and said that it was a male-dominated game and you'd feel out of place. How would you react? That happened to a woman. No way. To a young girl. I'll tell you the rest of the story next. Okay, so there was a young girl about 10 years old, and she sent a letter to her favorite baseball team, the New York Yankees, and said, I'd really like to be a Batgirl. And they responded to her by saying, we agree that girls can certainly be as capable of boys and have no doubt that you would be an attractive addition on the playing field. Attractive? But I'm sure you can understand it's a game dominated by men and a young lady such as yourself would feel out of place in a Major League Baseball dugout. That's the letter that this oh, girl got. no. They could have written a million other things. In fact, usually bat boys, they've got to be like... 18 years old okay, well, like it's a job it's that serious letter was sent 60 years ago <laughs> okay and, all right calm down taylor and at 70 <laughs> years old gwen goldman had her dream come true she was a bat boy bat girl bat person for the new york yankees all right how cool Go is that gwen. that's yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah so it, it took a while <laughs> but there yeah, she is i love it dreams come true coming up how far would you go to save someone you love Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. How far would you go to save someone you love? A little eight-year-old in Virginia has set the bar pretty high. Bryson has two things he really loves. Pokemon cards. He's obsessed. And his little puppy, Bruce, the black lab. 
His older siblings always play with each other, and he's like, Bruce is my only friend. That's who I play with. (laughs) Mom had to rush little puppy Bruce to the vet, and he was diagnosed with Parvo, a highly contagious dog virus. And treatment was going to cost $700, an amount the family couldn't afford. Well, Bryson took matters into his own hands, and according to his mom... I know everybody likes Pokemon cards, so I just decided to sell them. Someone texts her a picture of her son on the side of the road. Selling with a giant cards. sign, it's Pokemon cards, and he made about $60. Well, word got out about Bryson's selfless act, and someone started a GoFundMe account, and all the money was raised. Aww. The puppy got the week of treatment he desperately needed. It feels good to have my best friend home. <laughs> so that's so sweet. What a kind and generous little boy. I hope people get gave his sell what he loves. cards back. Yeah. That's... Or maybe he was able to buy some new ones. <laughs> but whatever. He's whatever an extraordinary it was, kid. Yes, that yeah. is a very cool story. Taylor, what would you sell for your dog? Like the kid with the Pokemon cards. Um, would you Would you sell your mountain bike? Oh, that would be so painful, but... Would you? Yes, I would. I You'd love sell Alex your mountain? the Wonder wow. that much. Okay. Would you, would you sell your vacation... For the next five years. What? You're making this way too hard. Would you sell your road cycling bike for Marco? Yes. And you can never ride it again or buy another one? Yes. You just can never cycle again? Yes, I have three bikes, so yes. No! I meant you can never cycle again. Yes. Yes, I would do. For Marco, absolutely. How about you? Would you give up vacation time and travel for the next 10 years for your dog? Marco was a good dog. (laughs) (laughs) You're so bad. Do you know how they've been saying, oh, we've got a shortage of this. We've got a shortage of bacon. That one turned out to be uh, fake. The bacon shortage a few months ago. The pork shortage, yeah. But they are predicting we are going to have another shortage very soon. And you may be able to get in front of it. Back to school supplies. Really? Yeah, because they're saying that there's going to be more kids. Because no one went to school last year, but this year... Everyone's going back, or at least a huge percentage of people mm-hmm. are going back, and they're all going to need like to restock school supplies. Because everybody, not only do you usually buy new stuff for school, but everybody's supplies of stuff have pretty much run out at Man, home. Man, this is going to so, make my friend so happy. She already did hers because the school sent the list, and she ah, just like you can buy it through the school and just be done with no it. No kidding. Well, they're saying pencils, pens, notebook paper, uh, crayons, every back to school clothes. Everything is going to be in high demand this year. I wonder so if you're you creating wanna... the demand right now by telling us this. <laughs> Maybe like you're panicking mothers. Maybe I am, Maybe and they're going to run out. Now all of a sudden, we're not going to be able to find. Right. I'm getting no no kickback from Office Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's a universal feeling where people are like, I'm just going to walk in there. I'm just going to say, I quit. I quit. I'm out of here. But most of us never do it, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about that next. Okay. I will preface this story by saying there are always two sides to every story. But um, all of us at one point in our lives have been frustrated enough at work to inside our brains go, that's it. I'm out of here. I quit. I'm just going to walk down there and say, I'm done. And most of us never do it. Yeah. Like maybe once or twice a week. (laughs) That's about (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then there's that thing called paycheck and health insurance. And, you know, we calm down and realize the problem was probably us to begin with. And so (laughs) I don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a group of employees. They did it. 
They all work at Burger King okay. and they all quit at once. This is a Burger King in Nebraska. And the way they did it, they went out to the marquee by the street yeah. and put the letters up. We all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. Wow. And they all left. They said the working conditions were just, and it, it kind of is not good um, in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Like this one employee said she was dehydrated from such a long day of working and had to go to the hospital. And the boss was like, you're just being a baby. And there was some stories like that, but bottom line, it kind of reflects what both employers and employees are going through nationwide. And that is a worker shortage. Like hmm. they can't get enough people my niece is going through this. She works at a, a restaurant in Asheville, North Carolina, where she lives. And she was told, like, back in the beginning of the summer, do not take a, you're not taking a day off all summer. It's not going to happen. So don't ask me for a vacation because they're that short staffed. No kidding. So employers risk this whole, like, you know, satisfaction, mm-hmm. got to keep the business going. I, my, I see both sides of the story. Well, I like where, I, my heart goes the, out to um, both sides. Where did the Burger King people go? Cause I would, I would imagine if you're, if you're working at Burger King, you're, it's not like you've got tons of money in the bank that you can afford to quit and wait to get another job. Did they mm-hmm. like go across the street and work at another fast food place that they get another mm-hmm. comparable paying job lined up? Or did they all, had they all really been like, End of the rope. That's enough. Can't take anymore. Maybe they went to the other side of town where the Burger King was offering $1,000 sign-up bonuses. <laughs> I've heard those stories. I'll go to another too. kingdom. I yeah. don't need this one. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe man, they got if, the Dairy Queen yeah. <laughs> made a better offer. If you are running a business right now and you're having a hard time hiring people, our hearts go out to you. And if you're one of those employees that's so stretched thin, our heart is with you, too. Have you ever heard of the website Cameo.com? Yeah. It's yeah, where yeah. you can have celebrities for a fee... Send a personal video message to you or a loved one or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, I've sent a couple of them before, but I was just curious yesterday to see what's the going rate for different oh. different celebrities. So I thought it'd be fun to give you, Taylor, some celebrities. You tell me which one you think is getting the most money, Ooh, fun. which one will be the middle, and which one is the least. Okay. I think you'll be surprised at the dollar amounts mm. some of these, quote, celebrities are asking for. So I don't know about you, but I think celebrity is an interesting thing because Mm -hmm. there'll be somebody that's, I don't know, a celebrity in someone else's mind and you have no idea who that person is. And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, you don't know, fill in the blank of celebrity (laughs) here. Like, I've never heard of Oh, They've been on that HBO series that we've binge watched for a month now Mm -hmm. and you have no idea who the person is. So the price tag for celebrity is interesting too. When you, if you've ever heard of this website, cameo.com, you can go on there and browse through thousands of celebrities who, if you send them their asking fee, will create a video for you. And some of them do it for charity, right? Some do for charity, yeah. Okay. And, but the majority of them, it's just, and I don't blame them. They're just looking for another revenue stream. I remember so when our not? producer Griffin did it um, for his wife because she was just feeling really down mm-hmm. early on in the pandemic. And uh, Mandy Moore yeah. made her a personalized right. message. It was really cool. Right. I did one for my son Kyle with uh, one of his favorite musicians. Had him do one, and the guy did like a five-minute video, sang him a song. Wow. Like all kinds of stuff. It was pretty cool. So anyhow, I went and I found some different celebrities, Mm -hmm. and I want you, Taylor, I'm going to give you all three celebrities, and you identify the celebrity with their asking price. Okay. And their asking prices were $400, $200, and $140. Okay. So you have one expensive, one middle, and then one less. Okay. Here are your celebrities. Former vice presidential candidate, Sarah Palin. 
Greg Brady, Barry Williams, <laughs> and from the show This Is Us, Chris Sullivan, who plays Toby. Now arrange oh, them in order. Wow. 400, 200, 140. Okay. I'm going to put Toby at the top, Greg Brady in the middle, and Sarah Palin at the bottom at 140. Wow, you you got you were pretty close. I was stunned that the dude from This Is Us is asking four hundred. I'm going by the popularity of the show itself, right? But on yeah. that show, he's not like he's one in, of the his most, character's endearing. At least back when I used to he's watch not years one ago, of the most popular characters though. I could see like yeah. the main three: the brother mm-hmm. and the two brothers and the sister, or Mandy Moore getting that yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, but so not, was I close? Yeah, he was he was getting four hundred bucks, uh, but you got Sarah Palin and Barry Williams wrong. Okay, uh, Sarah Palin's getting two hundred. Actually, she's getting one hundred ninety nine. Okay. I don't know why she decided one ninety nine and not two hundred. <laughs> but sounds cheaper. One ninety nine, and then uh, Greg Bra- Greg Brady's one hundred and forty dollars. That's funny. That's so if your your better yeah. half is a big Brady Bunch fan, yeah. You can, I don't There's know how much gift. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha's getting. Or if she's even on it. <laughs> but if you'd like to do it, I have three more, quote, celebrities. Oh, so someone can call and in prices. and play? Yeah, you could call in right now. We don't really have a prize for you. I'll tell you what. If you call in and you get them right, Taylor will do a personalized video for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll do it. Okay, so you're calling in to try to uh, match celebrities with their asking price on that website Cameo, where they'll record messages for you. Uh, have you ever, you've heard of that website before, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're, what we're going to do is give you prices and celebrities, and you have to match the celebrity with the price, okay? Oh, goodness. Okay. Okay, right. I can do this. The asking prices are $300, $250, and $200. Here are the celebrities. The Soul Surfer, Bethany Hamilton. Okay. The guy that does the voice of Winnie the Pooh. And Robert <laughs> England, who is Freddy Krueger in the movies. So who's going to get paid the most and who's going to get paid the least? Oh, goodness. Um, I'm going to say the Winnie the Pooh guy is going to be 300 Okay. Freddy Krueger is going to be 250 Okay. And... The, uh, and then Bethany, um, 200 Okay. Robert England <laughs> is getting $300. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> wow. Bethany is in the middle. And the voice of Winnie the Pooh is the last oh, one. Oh, man. I thought he'd be the oh, most expensive. Winnie the Pooh. You would think so many parents would want to buy that for their kids. Right. So it's the voice of. So uh, you see the guy, but I assume he does the voice. Yeah, because you don't want to. Yeah. But it is kind of fun. If you're, if you're just like poking around on the internet. At Cameo.com, I'm not saying yeah. the, the book one, but it is fun to see the asking price that all these different yeah, people have. Yeah, it's fascinating. I, I think some of them price themselves so high, they're just like, well, I'd rather do one for $1,000 than, than do a bunch of small ones. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I have a pre-request for some family members of mine. Uh, remember I told you I went to go visit my dad in my hometown in Jupiter, Florida. Mom and dad, but it was dad's birthday. And we didn't get to have a party because my niece and her boyfriend got COVID. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, they're still under the weather. Like, no kidding. cannot leave their You apart. said he lost sense of smell and taste. And I was begging you guys to pray that my niece Kaylee wouldn't lose taste and smell mm-hmm. because she has an eating disorder. Right. Uh, she lost taste and smell. Ugh. So, and she is just still struggling. She's sick of being sick, of course. Um, and she's able to get some work done from home, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she's just like stuck in her apartment. She goes out 
when no one's around to get some vitamin D therapy mm. and just be outside. Yeah. But um, man, the struggle is real. So if you could play for more Kaylee and her boyfriend, Morgan, um, I would so appreciate it. Coming up, see if you can guess what suddenly is selling like hotcakes now that the pandemic is ending. Okay, so guess what sales are booming now that the pandemic is waning? What do you sales think would boom. suddenly be like, okay, people are running to the store to get this? Uh, clothes to wear to work. Ooh, that's a good one. I think that's probably doing pretty well. It is engagement rings. <laughs> With things returning to normal, guys feel like it's finally the perfect time to pop the question. Couples feel like it's finally safe to plan a wedding with everyone getting together. And now the travel is back. They can go on their honeymoon, too. This is pretty wild. If you're getting married in Colorado and you have a budget for a huge fancy wedding of $35,000 or more, the state has a program you may qualify for. It's a 10% cash rebate program. Like you could get anywhere from thirty-five to one hundred thirty-five, three thousand five hundred to a hundred thousand dollars back on your wedding expenses. No uh, it's anyone, anyone who plans or hosts an eligible event and mm. weddings qualify. So, wow. but yeah, guys are uh, popping the question. I just saw um, a comedian, Andrew Stanley, just got down on one knee and proposed to his girlfriend the other day. So, Aww. congratulations to them. But if a comedian proposes, uh, do does. The young lady automatically think, is this a joke? <laughs> is this a video? Am I going to yeah, be you make sure part she of a knows. comedy sketch here? <laughs> this is the one. This is for real. I have a, uh, since things are opening up, people are getting out. I, I have a, a question to ask everybody about your habits and how they're changing. We'll talk about it in a minute. So when the uh, pandemic was in full swing, we were all like making all these promises to ourselves. Like, you know, we've learned a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to stay home more often when this thing ends because home is good. And, and we like being saving all this money. We're, we're just we're really going to rein that in. So now that we're coming out of this thing for a few months, have you done that? Have you, quote, reined it in? We're going to talk about it next. So let's talk about all those promises we made to ourselves. You know, like this time last year. Boy, when things open up, we're going to learn the lessons from this. And it, it's good to be home. It's good to, you know, it's kind of simplify. We don't need to go out so much. Why did we spend so much money, like, going out to eat when we could just eat at home? And I'm wondering, are you staying true to those promises that you made to yourself and to each other way back when? I'm thinking no. Just because of what I see at restaurant, like you go buy a restaurant, I go buy a restaurant after church Sunday, whoo, you see people sitting outside looking at their phones because they're waiting. They're waiting for a table. I'm saying we're all right back to where we left off when the whole thing started in terms of going out and our spending habits. Hmm. And we may even be worse because we've become so accustomed just to ordering stuff on Amazon nonstop, right? <laughs> we've become so trained to do that. Couple that with spending habits prior to COVID, and I think we're probably all spending more money now than we did when it started. Well, I do see it with travel. Like, if you try to book a hotel these days, right? the prices are unbelievable. Right. You're like, what? That's why we drove to Baltimore. Supply and demand. Because a rental car for five days mm-hmm. would have been $700. Whoa. And I'm not talking for, like, a cool car. I mean, this was for like a bucket of bolts and four wheels. Wow, with seven hundred bucks, and I was crazy. Like, we'll just drive. Why? Why spend all that money on a rental car? So, are you, in fact, back to 
your pre-COVID spending habits when it comes to, like Taylor, great point, travel or eating out or, you know, stuff that's extra that we promised ourselves in the middle of this whole thing. Oh, I'm not, we won't do that again. That What were we thinking when we spent all that money on all these extras? Are you, in fact, opening up the wallet again and swiping the charge card again for the fun stuff? You were asking earlier how much our behavior has changed now that the pandemic is waning yeah, spending and really and stuff, yeah. spending. And I don't I can't really speak to people's spending. But what I have witnessed is we are so ready to be back together. And here's what I've seen. Um, we have been invited to two different families in our neighborhood over for dinner. And both times the husband did all the cooking it was really cool. Like skills our, they learned during COVID. I guess so. Yeah, like our friend John made us this herbaceous chicken. It was so good. And then our friend. Wow, that sounds so good. I don't even know what it means. Oh, what it's, is herbaceous? It's coated mean? in herbs. Herbaceous, <laughs> like herbaceous. as in. And then like our friend Bob the other night made us these awesome scallops with cheesy grits. It was like so good. So I I teased Glenn. I'm like. So what are you cooking when we return the favor? (laughs) Since the theme is the husband does the cooking. But then a friend of mine, she told me she did this the other day and I went, "Um, who are you? She said that she and her husband on a whim texted everybody kind of in their little circle of their neighborhood, like all the houses around them. And they said, 4 p.m. Saturday, our house, we do the hamburgers and hot dogs and buns. If you want something to drink or a side dish, you bring it, show up. And Hmm. everyone came. And I was like, who are you? You're not the throw a last minute spontaneous cookout kind of person. She goes, I don't know what's happened to me, but I loved it. We loved it so much. We want to do it once a month. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, That's how ready people are for social. My wife did that not with the neighborhood, but with our family last weekend. Mm -hmm. It was like, everybody come. And she was so happy yeah we're like, just ready for gatherings and social and so uh, are people it. then going to go back to work because they miss people at work only if the boss tells them to <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i know some people they have to go back like a couple days a week yeah. and then i know other people they were told never come back mm. so i i talked to someone I would have been, if the boss said that to me i'd go just to clarify i still have a yeah. job right because <laughs> right. <laughs> i right, had right. a boss tell me don't ever yeah. come back our friend Bob, who made the scallops, he just saw all his coworkers for the first time since March of 2020. Wow. Oh my gosh, I had the weirdest thing just happen to me. Like my brain is like on fire. I had a friend from high school. Yeah. Haven't seen her, haven't talked to her yeah. since high school. Just reach out to me on social media. First question that comes to my mind. How do they look? <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. It's like I first uh, first thing I did was go to her her profile pic. Right. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's still so cute. And look, <laughs> she's got kids. And look at this. And um, apparently she lives just an hour from my sister in Muskegon, Michigan. Oh, no kidding. And um, she is going to be in our neck of the woods, in our part of the country, passing through and she's like trying to get together and i'm like oh my gosh no be so like talk about nerve-wracking because i've been very open about the fact that i'm an introverted extrovert <laughs> and i can make myself be super outgoing but the inside of me would be like 
oh my gosh, it's going to be awkward. You have to do it. Oh, you what are we going to do? Like, to. what are we going to talk about? You have I'm going to do try it. to work it out. The day she's passing through is a crazy day for me. And yeah. normally I don't have crazy days like mm. that, but I've like this appointment and that appointment and this commitment to a friend oh, and then okay. another commitment to my husband. Yeah. So I'm going to try to make it work, mm. but. Um, I'll keep you posted. That would be so wild if I hook up with Michelle from the King's Academy in West Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> How mad do you think the typical mom or dad would be if they came home and their kids were standing on like the dining room table in their socks, like right in the middle of the table? <laughs> what do you think? Would they be like, get off of the table now, right? Well, we saw on TV the other night, um, there, there was a butler doing that at a very posh setting. We'll talk about why next. Okay, so my wife and I were watching a show called The Queen's Castle, and it was uh, it was a documentary about the staff at Windsor Castle and how everything operates, how they make everything just so for the Queen and all the royals and stuff. And they were showing how they set the big, long dining table when there's like 50 people all around the long table, and to put those ornate uh, floral arrangements in the middle of the table. The butlers get up there, take off their shoes, and they walk down the table in their socks. Ew. And the staff hands them the the floral arrangements, and they set them in the middle of the table, and then they move down to the next one. I can't believe they don't have a requirement to put on freshly laundered clean socks. I'm sure they do. And they plastic bags. They didn't mention that, though, but it was here's what was weird. They had on you know their butler outfit, black pants, black vest, white shirt, black tie. The socks were bright green. Maybe that's how they know those they are clean, clean socks. Like, yeah, only there's the bright green be, socks go on the royal otherwise, table. Otherwise, word would get around and everyone would be like, gross, don't that? eat at the queen's table. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> hey, does your other half have some quality friends? Coming up, American men are experiencing what they're calling a friendship recession. Does your other half have some quality friends in his or her life? American men are experiencing what they're calling a friendship recession. Guys are having a hard time making friends. 15% of men do not have any close friends at all. And when men uh, do have other guy friends, they're not, um, they're a lot less emotionally connected to them compared to women and their friends. Women are more likely to put in the work that it takes to maintain friendships. By work, you mean like making making it. A priority to go and have lunch or something. Or call, call and or... check up, text gotcha. how how did that turn out? How's your son or daughter doing? Like it takes mm. a lot of effort to maintain a friendship. Gotcha. Whereas guys catch up once a year and they're cool. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So they're calling it a friendship recession huh. with you guys. Huh. So I have to go to the dentist today. I okay. floss, I'm not kidding you guys, probably two or three times a day. Ever since I started having my dental problems. And even before that, I would always floss every night. Most of us are two or three times a week. We're happy. Two or three times a day. I used to be like that. And even though I'm like that, last time I went to the dentist, the hygienist finishes and she goes, how many times a a week would you say you floss? I'm like, "Uh, at least twice a day. Yeah. And I still got my hand totally slapped, like for bad. Or I was like, come on. So I'm dreading today. But anyway... Get this. You know, you've heard flossing your teeth is important for heart health. Yeah. Now Mm -hmm. the latest is it'll keep you from getting dementia and Alzheimer's if you floss your teeth. Yes. Dental health is associated with cognitive health. This is brand new research that just came out. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep on flossing, I guess. And if I get Alzheimer's, I'm going to be so annoyed. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.